Welcome to B Movies and Ebooks. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. Today we are doing my favorite episode of the year. I mean, maybe not this year, maybe every year. <laughs> um, the best films, uh, well, no, we don't call it that because no, <laughs> yeah, our top five it's films. Objectively, not the best films. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is true. Um, but yeah, our top five films of 2023. Is, but, it, is it really your favorite? episode of the year yeah really yeah i think i like just the the rest of the year is just a downhill well, from here you, right? okay this time like these episodes we get to talk about good movies like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is not always a guarantee on the other ones but also i like no. the guessing game of like you know like trying to figure out wh- where you're going with it okay you know what i'm saying yeah yeah maybe it sucks to no, be an audience fun. person <laughs> a listener <laughs> Um, always, but no, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, but no, this and goosebumps are my favorites, but you know, yeah. but we give, we give our all time enough airtime on this. Speaking of which I haven't posted that episode, the killjoy episode. <laughs> it was supposed to, I was doing it as an inside joke to you and aunt as a Christmas surprise. And then I forgot on Christmas. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we've already waited this long. I mean, might as well wait till next Christmas now. Because I feel like it was like August when I was like, all right, dude, give me till the end of this week. It'll be up. Yeah, it was something like that. And then when I blew that, I was like, all right, man, Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas was the next milestone. (laughs) Yeah. So now you are going to have to wait till next Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Well, who's got a birthday first? Oh, it's your birthday. I mean, not your is first. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Me or you? Or... No, I meant me or aunt. Oh, okay. Because I was like, <laughs> you should know my birthday. <laughs> like, geez. We've been friends. Oh, my God. 32 years. Yeah, don't think about it. I only <laughs> want to talk about it this episode. Dude, we should do top five films of, like, other years. Like, 1992. <laughs> like, before the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> This is my my top five, 1932. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, none of them are talkies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. All right. Well, you want... I feel like doing news on this episode is just quickly dated. It's it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's just skip. It, if you don't do the news, then these are timeless episodes. Yeah. That can be re re listened to. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. How was your Christmas? Uh, even though I've seen you since then, I don't think we talked about it at all. It was good. Yeah. You have a good time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cool. Just hanging out. You know, kind of relaxing. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Didn't really do much. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Did Did you end up doing anything for New Year's or no? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We We went to my mom's and watched the ball drop. And m- yeah, my youngest was like, "So wait, that's it? We've been waiting. Like <laughs> <laughs> it just went down. That's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway." Uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that's a, that's a fair, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) But yeah, that was my new year's, my Christmas. We were all sick. Yeah. So fun. Uh, typhoid. (laughs) (laughs) But, (laughs) oh, well, uh, all right. You want to, what's your format? Are you going to do 
Five in sequential order or in any order? Because you've um, done both. I think it's. I think. <laughs> I think it's kind of a ranked order this year. Ah. Yeah. Um. At least like the top three. <clears throat> yeah. Four, four and five, on any. Eh, four and five on any given day might flip around. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I got. But no, I've got a. I got a top five and then a handful of. Honorable mentions. Okay. Well, cool. Do you do you want to start it off? I mean, I can. <laughs> yeah, let's start it off. Why is it, why is this episode make make me so nervous? It's making <laughs> you nervous? Yeah. Oh man. What if you don't like my picks? <laughs> You're not gonna like mine. <laughs> <laughs> I had lost no, sleep like, about what, it. <laughs> what what this episode always makes me realize is. I do not watch near enough movies. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a there's a bunch on my list. I didn't see Oppenheimer. Uh, really? Yeah, I didn't. I see did the it. I did the classic double feature. The not on the same day. Oh, okay. yeah. So you saw them both? <laughs> like that's not. A yeah, but they feature. were. Like, it was like literally like day after oh. each other, though. I guess I did that this past weekend with Migration and Godzilla. Uh, I was thinking the uh, Saw Patrol. um okay so uh this one Mm -hmm. um okay so how do i start this uh directed by jeff rowe and kyler spears with a bunch of writers um like six people (laughs) i'm not gonna say them all (laughs) uh it is an animated feature um Following the exploits of four humanoid turtles. <laughs> no way. Yeah. It's on my list too. Uh, it's uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Yeah. Um yeah, I thought this was incredibly well done. It was it was funny. Mm-hmm. It was like um unique in the animation style. Yeah, oh, right? like crappy looking. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was like it, it was weird almost it in times it almost looked like claymation, but then almost looked like like cardboard. <laughs> like it yeah. was just it was just strange. It, it kinda had that spider the what is it? Uh, Spider-Verse movies. Into, yeah. Yeah, it had that feel but a totally different aesthetic, right? Like you know how it's like mixed animation styles. Yeah, because the Spider Verse was yeah you know, all about the the mishmashing of the animation styles because of the different universes. But this was one cohesive style. But it was like honestly, like I I can't think of another thing that even looks like this. No, oh, I know, you, I, I know, you know. I, and. Well, I didn't try to take it over, but since it is my number four, too, I will say that one thing I really appreciated about it was, like, you know, obviously, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meant a lot to me as a kid, but, like, in my 20s, it was, like, prime Apatow years. Like, Judd Apatow movies, like, I love love most of the early ones, I guess, up to, like, funny people. Like, all the Apatow Mm -hmm. movies. And this had that... Probably through Seth Rogen's influence, um, yeah, had that uh, Apatow feel, you know, like it, it felt loose. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not improvising <laughs> because yeah, 
but it, it felt really yeah, loose. How do you improvise an animated yeah. movie? <laughs> I mean, you could improvise the dialogue and animate around yeah. it, but but uh, but yeah, no, it, it felt like you know it was very loose, but also that Wu Tang soundtrack and, and old school hip hop mm-hmm. all across it was just fantastic. Yeah, it was a it was a great like culmination of things, and you can tell the people involved were like actually fans of it. Yeah. You know, because like Seth Rogen has gone on and said it's like like a dream project of his. I don't know, you know? anyone our age that that wouldn't be like a dream. Project. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, you know what's odd about this one uh, is the fact that like this for me was like a must see, right? Like it when yeah. it was coming to theaters, I was like, oh man, kids, we're going to this. You know, like like Kelsey and and you know my wife and my daughters were just like. Okay, <laughs> like, but they were excited to see it, but they were nowhere near as pumped as me. But like, yeah. I don't know. It, I uh, it it was just awesome. But yeah, lost my train of thought I, for a second I, there. I mean, I I will say that like I didn't hate like the lead, the the live action ones and stuff. I know they got a lot of flack. That's where I was going. This was a must see, but the Michael Bay ones I still haven't seen. Yeah, I mean they're okay, I've but this, this I felt was a lot better. Um, it ju- it just felt I don't know the 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 Michael Bay ones kind of seemed like a a cash grab. Mm-hmm. You know, like a like a lot of the Transformer movies do and stuff. Weirdly enough, um, but this <laughs> felt like you know, it was actually fans of the Turtles making a movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, my number five. I had pulled up the. <laughs> we got to talking about the Ninja Turtles, and I've. Forgot the uh, just, to pull up just the looking up pictures it. of Krang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> let me close these seventy-eight Krang tabs. Um, <laughs> so my number five, it's a movie similar in tone to like movies like uh, Moneyball or The Social Network. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it just it had a little more levity than either of those movies. I love Moneyball. Oh, I know, dude. I've probably seen Moneyball thirty times. <laughs> There's this weird in the in the Lord of the Rings community mm-hmm. thing going around where it's like mashups of Moneyball mm-hmm. and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Why? It's so weird. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it works surprisingly well. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so. It's not timely in either regard. <laughs> no. Or relevant to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I haven't seen them. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so this movie it was well acted well paced it's a true story about the rise and fall of a very famous company and it's got what i consider like career defining roles for two of the actors with what is this the beanie baby movie <laughs> yes yes <laughs> it's near and dear to my heart because i'm trying to get the value of my collection up <laughs> uh no, like, uh, it's like a drama, but the jokes hit, and, like, the shots kind of, I don't know. It, the director has a very well, like, he, he's still in his uh, career infancy, but he's got a really cool style. 
Um, I can't wait to see a little more from him. This was directed by Matthew Johnson, starring Jay Baruchel and Glenn Howerton. Blackberry. Oh, yeah. That's actually on my list. It's on your list? Well, not on on my top five on my list of things to watch. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Good Lord, do we have the same list? We we were scrolling... (laughs) We were scrolling through uh, like movies one day, and I was like, "Oh, there's this Blackberry movie I want to watch." And my wife's like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> That's the reaction I got. <laughs> Honestly, I probably it was only Glenn Howerton and the fact that uh, that uh, I'm blanking on his name, Matthew Johnson directed it that I even watched it because he had previously done a movie. I don't know if you remember me talking about it because I know I talked about it at the time. The Dirties. It was about a school shooter, and he played the school shooter in the movie, but he directed it. That's the only other movie that I'm aware that he's made, and that was like a $10,000 movie. And so, like, yeah, uh, he's... When I found out it was the same director, I was like, oh, man, I've got to watch that. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird, like... Because, you know, I, I joked about the Beanie Baby movie, um, but, like, both that and that Tetris movie were both, like, really good. <laughs> and it's just, like, you don't think something like this would actually be entertaining. The Tetris movie? Yeah. With, uh, what's-his-face from Kingsman? Um, there was a Tetris movie? Yeah. It was an Apple TV original, which is probably why you haven't heard of it. Oh, I do remember this. Yes. Okay. And so it was all about, you know, um, the the story of Tetris and how it was basically like basically stolen. (laughs) Um, And then what was funny is apparently the movie uh, stole some things from this book. (laughs) (laughs) That was like the the biography. Anyway, I'm getting off on the Yeah. But. (laughs) Okay, so Blackberry. Blackberry. Yep. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You want to do your number four? I'm starting with like the summary, you know, and and just saying the movie. So, um, so this one, um, I could make. I I could. I could entertain some arguments that it was not a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I got one of those on my list. <laughs> oh, this is probably not the only one. Um, but I am a sucker for pretty much everything this guy directs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this movie, uh, to me, though, had... Um, it, it It was suspenseful. The acting was great. It was essentially a bottle episode of a movie. And I'm also a sucker for those, too. Um, but it also just uh, kind of cements Dave Batista in my mind as a good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Knock at the Cabin. Ah, okay. Uh, I, I know it was, it's it's not maybe not quite as polarizing as some of his other work. Yeah. Um, but... I thoroughly enjoy. I am a uh, M Night Shyamalan apologist, and and you know this. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the happening, unironically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I like. I was one of like the two people that liked old. 
Oh, man, <laughs> old was so bad. I like the visit. Like if we're talking newer Shyamalan, visit is is really good. But um, Signs is in my top five movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Knock at the cabin. Yeah, it was a great. I, movie. I think, uh, and it's and also Rupert <laughs> well, Grint's in it. Well, I liked it until the, toward the end. Uh, I really like the setup, which means I really like mm-hmm. the book. And yeah, the end is different from what I understand. But I yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we can spoil stuff. Like the 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 end is a lot more um, up in the air in the book, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. know if they yeah, were. and this specifically picks a lane. Yeah. And um, it's the feel good lane. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. I don't know. The 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 whole concept though is I, I know that's more Paul Trimbley than him not Shyamalan. I wonder if Shyamalan flipping Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, go I for it. I wonder if Shyamalan's twist was that he changed the end. <laughs> uh, All right. So I have a feeling we may share this next one. Um, I've already, you know, we covered my number four when TMNT. Yeah, yeah. All right, so. This usually happens. Yeah, number three. This movie was all over the place in the best kind of way. It was, I have this written down. This isn't how I Yeah, I noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Reminiscent of Jaws, Top Guns, and a million other movies in the series, it made me remember that these movies can be pretty Different and great when human elements are further explored than normal. You this have that written down? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it says when human dot dot <laughs> But basically, like humans are the focus of the movie. This is Godzilla minus one. Ah. It was a very yes. late edition. Didn't make your list, yeah. did it? Oh, it's it's spoiler alert, my number one. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> You want me to just, or you want to go to your number two then, and we'll talk about it later? That way, it's more of a number one feeling than a number three feeling? Uh, I mean, we can. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I have my number three that we can go to. Sure. If you don't want to skip all the way to two. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. Um, this one um, kind of came out of left field. I don't even remember hearing anything about it until, like, uh, it was actually out um it's the story of uh, l- let's say it's like if freddy krueger was benign <laughs> it's the story of a man oh, that nicholas cage movie yeah it's the story of a man who starts appearing randomly in people's dreams <laughs> all over the world <laughs> for no reason and then you know they him trying to deal with that sort of situation um, written and directed by Christopher Borgley. I do not think I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> no. uh, it's dream scenario. Um, this movie was like, it wasn't quite as like bonkers as some other Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah. But it was, I don't, I don't know. There was just something about it that like, it's one of those movies where you have no idea where it's going to go and what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, there's some movies where it's like you can kind of guess the trajectory. 
of the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is not one of them. <laughs> and, and it's just like, it, it starts off, you know, with, with him appearing in, a, in, in people's dreams and then gets weirder from there. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, but at the heart of it, it's kind of the story of, uh, like sort of a, uh, a middle-aged guy dealing with his own mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I guess that's, you know, relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Painfully relatable. Yeah. And, and it's just like, you know, he does kind of everything he can to sort of exploit the situation, but like he does it very poorly. <laughs> like, like, but I, I mean, I, I kind of don't want to give away too much about it because you'll probably watch it eventually. Uh, yeah. And also, it's really new. It came out in November. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, did it even have a wide release, or was it? I don't limited? think so. Huh. Um. But I think it just went like straight to like on demand and stuff after oh. a little bit. Oh man, yeah, I've been waiting to see that. Like, I was gonna catch it on demand, but I didn't think it was out there out yet. I thought it was doing like an art house run. Excuse me. Well, cool. Yeah. All right. Let me see. Okay, Godzilla minus one. All right. So this next movie I watched on a plane with absolutely (laughs) zero expectations, and you know, like watching a movie on a plane is like. Worst, like the worst viewing experience. (laughs) Well, I've watched a movie in the waiting line at a DMV once, and that was worse. Wait, what? Like, just it was like a two hour, like a long wait, like on your phone, on my phone. Yeah, okay, wasn't showing movies, wheeling in a TV, (laughs) like an old school, like AV cart. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Lion King one and a half, but yeah, you know, (laughs) but you know, like on a plane, movies kind of suck, right? So, but even that said, this movie totally took me by surprise. I was like loudly laughing and shit, like in the middle uh-huh. of a plane, you know, that was, it was an early flight. And so it, I'm positive most of the people were asleep and I'm just, ah, <laughs> so, uh, it's got a, a less than a $1 million budget that they kickstarted like a ton of new talent. Um, and then older, you know, actors like Jeffrey Combs and uh, Barbara Crampton. Okay. And the main character's best known for being a viral sensation in gamer type circles. Oh God! <laughs> this was the best kind of movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a five out of five. It's it's even hard to recommend. Okay. Um, but but it's got the humor of like Hot Rod, which you know I love That's Hot cool. Rod. And its main character's reminiscent of like a Chris Seaver movie. Way okay. too over the top, but but so good. And then it's a horror movie, but it's got all the like scariness of like a goosebumps type. <laughs> you know, it's not scary, but it's funny. Um, this is Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls. It was <laughs> my number one until I watched my number one and it knocked okay. it out. But yeah. Uh, this oh, I guess I forgot to mention who it was directed by, but it was directed and um, 
It, it directed and starring, uh, what's his name? <laughs> the damn thing had loaded up yet. But I think his name's Andre Bowser. Andrew Bowser. Someone's internet works. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's no one else other than Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton that, that are household names, but really, really good. It's fun, 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 funny movie. I recommend watching it on a plane. <laughs> Only on a plane? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, if I'm be- being honest, it's probably a three and a half out of five, but I could rewatch it way more than any other movie on this list. I remember hearing the name, but I don't, when, I never watched it. When we saw They Live, remember they had like a Fear Fest countdown or some shit? Yeah. On, on Halloween, it was Onyx the Fortuitous. Like it was That's leading up to me- it. Yeah. 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 And the trailer. I mean, it's real low budget, but it doesn't look that shitty, but you can tell it's less than like a $10 million movie, you know, but like, no, like for 600 grand, I think, I think it was like 650,000, something like that. But for that amount of money, I can't believe they pulled this movie off. Like there's a shitload of effects (laughs) and they don't look terrible. But yeah, well, you want to go to your number two? I feel like we're going through these like wait, yeah, but honorable mentions we're going to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably. I mean, I assume you have some. I have like four, yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe more. Okay. Um. So, uh, my number two. Mm-hmm. Um. <sighs> let's see. I'm I'm trying to. I'm trying to think about how to describe it without giving it away. Um, But I guess deep down, it's a story about motherhood. (laughs) It's Evil Dead Rise. I mean, Evil Dead is one of my all-time favorite franchises. Mm -hmm. I know that when this one came out, the the community was kind of split, you know, because... yeah. There was a lot of people who who thought it was the worst one. Um, there are people, you know, weirdos like me who would put it up near the top. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so it, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it, you know, to be honest, m- most of the Evil Deads are, besides Army of Darkness, are kind of the same. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I mean... F- I mean, <laughs> what other franchise? Yeah, I was about to say, what other franchise do you know that has a sequel that's just a remake of the first <laughs> one? <laughs> like, and yeah. then it's just like everybody's okay with it. <laughs> like, but um, you know, I was a I was a huge fan of the original remake. I like this addition to the lore. Um, I thought it was had some genuinely creepy moments. Um, it got real weird and lovecraftian at the end um i don't know like to me it was kind of like everything i wanted in another evil dead movie yep no it was on my list and yeah but it's in my honorable mentions yes i i love this movie like i thought it was great i the only thing that kept it from being ranked higher on my list is that if (laughs) well and the Unless I'm counting Onyx the Fortuitous. Um, 
all of the other ones are hot four and a half or five movie you know and yeah i don't think evil dead was it was in four or four well i don't know it was it was good it, it was in that territory but i just feel like the other movies a are less seen and b like yeah you know but uh yeah i just i just feel like i would i would feel weird um you know Mm-hmm. having or not having an evil dead movie i really really liked on my top five of the year yeah yeah i feel you so, yeah no i yeah i really wanted to include it unfortunately <laughs> i think my number one is going to be one that if i don't release it soon is going to be played out but um <laughs> but yeah well you want to do some honorable mentions first yeah, no, I wouldn't. That wasn't like a real crafty segue into my number one. Do you want to talk about Evil Dead more? Oh no, I mean, like, I mean, it's it's the it's typical Evil Dead movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, Kandarian demons come and attack some people they and possess shot. some people. Yeah, yeah, it's totally, and I guess it makes sense since it's supposedly in that same lore. Um, it. it Felt like the Fede Alvarez remake. Yeah. Uh, isn't it? Wait, but is it in that same canon? So. We've uh, talked about this. Yeah, the director, uh, Lee Cronin, has said that, the, the I think it was him, uh, the way he sees it is there's that scene in Army of Darkness mm-hmm. where yeah. Ash has to go get the book, and there's three of them, mm-hmm. right? Um the way he sees it is there wasn't just one, it wasn't two fake Necronomicons. Yeah, there were It three. was three Necronomicons. And so the original, uh, the original movies, um, Alvarez's ma- uh, um, remake mm-hmm. and Evil Dead Rise each have one of the three Necronomicons. But which one, chronologically, it, uh, are, are supposed to be taking place? Like, is this after the events of the Evil Dead remake? I would imagine. Because, hmm. I mean, I think it was, it was like, present day. Oh, okay. Well, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, but I do think it's funny that, like... Um, the director of this specifically said that his um, Necronomicon was the one for me, uh, Army of Darkness, that bit him. Yeah. And that's why it had teeth. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, cool. Yeah. I, I like that movie a lot. Um, they, again, in another crafty segue, it's in my honorable mentions. <laughs> so. What else are in your honorable mentions? <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Um, oh, we're so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, Thanksgiving, I enjoyed okay. the shit out of it. Thought it was just a good old school style slasher. I know it took a lot of people off guard with the fact that it wasn't can it, like it was campy, but no nowhere near as campy as the the trailer and Grindhouse. Yeah, I liked. The fact that it kind of veered from that while mm-hmm. still having most of those same scenes. But 
anyway, yeah. I I still haven't gotten a chance. Oh, it's nothing to write home about. (laughs) It's fun. (laughs) You know? Yeah. It's really one. You want to name yours? Are we Uh, ping pong? Yeah, we we can alternate. Yeah, okay. Um, One of mine, uh, No One Will Save You. Oh, yeah? The the Hulu movie. Yeah, was it good? Um, Yeah, because... Again, it was a it was a movie, um, you know, similar to say like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or whatever that took a risk, yeah. right? With it, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it was the aesthetic and stuff. But this one, it was like there's like two lines of uh, dialogue in the whole movie. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and it's like it, it's so it's basically silent, and for its hour and a half. And I would say a good hour and 15 minutes of that is literally her running from an alien. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like It's like Home Alone with an alien. <laughs> hmm. I, I saw like the first 20 minutes. She's hiding on the stairwell and she sees shadows under the door. And that's like where I yeah. turned it off. I, I Not because it sucked or anything. Yeah. I, something happened. I had to go. But Yeah, but the whole rest of it is her like... Cat and mouse with the alien. Oh, really? So I watched it <laughs> yeah. almost until the action started. Yes. Well, cool. Um, yeah, a dude I work with said, told me that it was he loved it, but uh, yeah, it yeah, was good. I need to check that out. Uh, uh, Barbie is <laughs> one of mine. Yeah, I thought it was an interesting and totally bizarre take. Like, <laughs> <laughs> talk about. Taking, you know, risks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it really was kind of, I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's a uh, polarizing film to the worst people. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. people bitched and bitched and moaned about it being feminist propaganda and stuff like that. And it's like, just shut the fuck up and watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, just chill. And then if you understand it. Like, if you actually watch the movie and understand it, uh-huh. it was, you know, also about, like, how men are treated, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> was about, to- like, you know, uh, the effects of to- toxic masculinity on other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was, I mean, I was just talking about it, it being kind of bizarre. Um, oh, yeah. Like, in terms... In terms of like their feet were stuck like that, yeah, and like okay. like what stayed Barbieish and what got you know real worldish, yeah. it, it was a very odd line. So <laughs> shit like that made me laugh. And the fact that they were like living in the plastic houses and shit like uh-huh. that. Yeah, I don't know. And there's no stairs. Yeah, she just like kind of floats to the next. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that movie was awesome. Um, yeah, it was great. That's on my honorable mentions as well. Okay. Okay. What, okay. What else is on? You? Okay. Um. This one, I think. Uh. Like. I don't know if it, it, it was. It was a good movie. It had some interesting, like I guess, philosophical ideas. But I think more for just um, like the sheer technical aspect of what they were to what they achieved. Um, and it was uh, the creator. I liked that. Like, I liked it. It was really well done. Um, But I think just 
you know, what what was done on essentially like a third of a big budget movie mm-hmm. and it looked amazing. Yeah, that's and, the same and, movie I was thinking about. Yeah, it's and, good. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it's it's sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's uh, I mean, it's not like super hard sci-fi or anything like that. <laughs> but um, a lot of the a lot of it was shot like in camera too, mm-hmm. right? They had like an eighty they, million dollar budget. For I know, but but <laughs> hold on, no, no, but compared to like your average Marvel movie and stuff like that, that's like a third of the budget. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the effects and stuff, they're, they're fantastic, but they were done without a green screen. Like there, there wasn't like green screens in the movie. It was all done like regular in camera and then stuff was put in in post. Um, it, it was, I don't know. It was good. I, I think just for a sheer technical, aspect of it i gotta make a mention of it you got any more uh this one's really out of left field but um it was so much more fun than i was expecting Uh okay but also completely different than i was expecting Mm -hmm. and this movie got panned and did not do well at the box office it was renfield <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. yeah, that's another one I fell asleep watching. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but, I mean, I, I I really like uh, Nicholas Holt. Yeah, he, um, he's a good actor. Uh, like, um, I don't know. He was really good in like Warm Bodies, and then whenever he was Beast in the X Men. But it, you know, people talk about like I think people went into it looking for. Nicholas Cage, Dracula. Yeah. And he's in it like all of like 10 minutes, maybe mm-hmm. max. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then also I just like how it's actually a sequel <laughs> to like the 1930s Dracula. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to watch it. It's an official like, sequel. <laughs> what I saw, I, I laughed at. Like It's, it's so dumb. Yeah. But like in the best way. Uh, yeah. It was also See, like, a lot gorier than I yeah. He like punches be. a dude in half. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> yeah, I need to finish that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Evil Dead Rises. Um. Uh, okay. Cocaine Bear. Oh yeah. Like it, it, big dumb fun creature feature. That was also so much better than it had any right to be. Yeah. Like, <laughs> was it a good movie? No. But was yeah. it great? Yes. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I I loved it. I thought it was fun. Um, what wasn't fun was when evil lurks. I still have yet to watch that, but I have heard nothing but good things though. It's not so. It could have been on this top five if it nailed the end. Well, not even the end. The entire movie (laughs) (laughs) needed to be a little scarier or something like. All they had going for it in terms of like horror was just like a couple like gross scenes and then mm-hmm. like like uh just pure nihilism. Like Yeah. So like Oh, then I'd be totally into that. <laughs> no, I mean like like okay, we saw Terrified. You remember that? The, uh-huh. the and this is that guy's that director's follow-up movie, right? Terrified was objectively like a creepy movie, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This movie 
wasn't creepy. Like there wasn't anything that felt like I even thought they tried for scares. It was just like uh, gross shit and sad shit and shock value, you know. But yeah. it, but that said, like it sticks with you, uh, and I, you know I find myself like thinking about it from here and you know time to time, and so. It was competently made, so I don't know. It, it just didn't rise up to its full potential in my book, but it was great. Well, it was good. <laughs> um, it was mentionable. <laughs> honorably. Um, <laughs> the, uh, and then the last one was Dumb Money, the game. Oh, dude, movie. that was so good. <laughs> yeah. I loved that. It was fun. That also had kind of a money ball feel if it yeah. was just funnier. Yeah. Plus, it's got Paul Dano in it. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, every time I, I see him, though, all I can think of is um, uh, There Will Be Blood. Yeah. He's good in that. Yeah. But I remember seeing There Will Be Blood, and I was like, oh, that's that dude from uh, The Girl Next Door, that Alicia Cuthbert movie. He was like the friend. He's in he's he's in that upcoming, uh, for some weird reason, Mr. and Mrs. Smith TV show that Donald Glover's in. Oh, that's real? Yeah. I, thought, I thought someone photo. I'm not even shitting you. I thought someone photoshopped it as like one of those like fan posters that they try to get going viral. Oh no, that is a, that is a real thing. <laughs> wow, that's odd. Yeah, who's I mean, who's like, the co-star? Who's, who's Mrs. that for? <laughs> yeah, uh, Maya Erskine. Hmm. I don't know her. She's uh, in that. Um, 1015 show. Oh, really? That show yeah. was funny as shit. Um, I never oh. saw it. And then Wine Country. I saw that. I'm sorry. And uh, Okay, I didn't uh, see Infinity Pool or Oppenheimer. Uh, I didn't see Infinity Pool either. I that, fell asleep. Uh, I, That's I the missed, one I fell asleep in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I missed that one. I didn't see Suitable Flesh. I didn't either. Um... Like, there's so many things that I missed. I know. I know. And it's getting worse. Especially. And it's like, why? Why did I even miss it? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I was just say, especially if I keep falling asleep watching movies, <laughs> I'm never going to see shit. Uh, my only time to watch them is like at the end of the day. So pop them on and I'm in bed. Like, ah, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it and then just poof, fall asleep. Yeah. But. All right, yeah. Are you ready to go to your number one? Well, it's Godzilla. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, yeah. You want to talk about it more right now? Yeah. Um. I think uh, this, I mean, I think this kind of brings, I know a lot of people like, you know, campy, like, drop-kicking Godzilla and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know, you know the the thing where he slides on his tail. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that kind of weird ass Godzilla, right? <laughs> but I think this brought back to what I like in Godzilla. Whenever he is like a terrifying force of nature. Yeah, he's <laughs> straight up just a dinosaur in this. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, just a shit. pissed off dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, 
really when you when you think about it the movie was actually about PTSD. Oh, right? absolutely. But it's also it's Godzilla destroying shit. <laughs> like Yeah. Um I mean it was it was it was really good. And you know I think you mentioned, you know, it's about the it, you know, the human drama aspect of it. Yeah. You know, um it's just I I don't I don't know what uh, also talk about like looking good on a small budget. This was half of what that creator movie had. Um, Forty million? No, oh, not even that. It was like fifteen, something really? like that. Yeah. Huh. Um, but I mean, it was top notch. I mean, it, there was. I mean, sure, there were some shots that looked a little weird or whatever. But <laughs> sure, there were some shots that were shit. <laughs> but top notch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mean, no, I I loved it. I I was yeah. prepared to like it. You know, like there's. I could throw a Godzilla movie on any time, but does that yeah. mean that they're all good? No. no. <laughs> like I would say, campy shitty fun ones that are not really good movies way outnumber the good ones at this point. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I was expecting to have a good time, but like it was a much better movie than I thought, you know, I I had (laughs) uh, told, you know, my wife, we were watching, I was like, you know, I'm going to go watch Godzilla with Brian. (laughs) And she's like, okay. And then, I met her, like, met up with her right afterward, and she's like, how was it? And I was like, oh, my God, that was one of the best movies of the year. <laughs> and she's, she was like, the Godzilla movie? I was like, yes, I know, I know. It's, like, literally one of the best movies of the year. I was like, it was so well done. Like, it had this great, like, human element. It was, like, had these, like, moments that were felt a lot like Jaws, like, when they're trying to trap them with mm-hmm. the shit. Um and then like yeah that that scene was very jaws like even blowing something up in his mouth and yeah, stuff yeah. yeah and had that and it had like it felt like top gun and it was you know a soldier trying to prove himself on his own terms you mm-hmm. know and like i was just like dude this movie like it's just a mashup of like good human drama and then like Godzilla fucking shit up yeah <laughs> I mean, what more do you want? And and it, it's like, you know, it, it's it gets straight into it too. I mean, there's a lot of lull in the middle, yeah. right? Where it's the the development of the human story, but like Godzilla's in like the first ten minutes of this movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I think this is one of the more like the bigger budget ones from from them, right? Oh yeah, uh, I think. You know, I, I don't know what, like, Final Wars and stuff was, but, like, Shin Godzilla had a... I never saw Had it. an okay budget. I, I never saw it. How was oh, it? Oh, dude, that's, that's, that one's so good. But it's, it's, it's like if you take all the PTSD storyline out of this one uh-huh. and then replace it with inept bureaucracy. <laughs> yeah. I remember you movie. and Chris talking about this. Yeah. Just how much of it was like the ineffectiveness. Yeah. Cause, like, Cause that one was, that one was about, it was about Fukushima. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why like uh, when, if you look at like um, Shin Godzilla's like skin, and stuff, it looks like radiation burnt like human flesh. 
Wow. It doesn't look like Rocky Godzilla kind of scaly stuff. It looks like charred human flesh. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real messed up. And it's like he go uh, he it he it's uh like he evolves over the course of it uh-huh. and he starts off as this like kind of weird fishy larval thing that just jumps into one of the streets and just pukes blood everywhere. <laughs> huh. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> well, that was Godzilla minus one review. <laughs> Just talking about Shin Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, it's so good though. Yeah, no, I loved it. Like, like I—that's the type of movie that it makes me so sad that we're phasing out of physical media because, like. That's not going to always be streaming. The rights are going to be no. a pain in the ass. You know, like, I want a disc of that so that I can just watch that anytime. They, I mean, they'll probably release it over here since they did a, a push theatrically. Because, like, the thing with Shin, it took years for it to come over. And it was, like, um, fucking, like, Crunchyroll or something was the one who distributed it in the U.S. <laughs> And they did like a special edition. Wait, Crunchyroll did? Yeah. Sorry, I was reading about Shin Godzilla for a second there. (laughs) Yeah, Crunchy. Yeah, Crunchyroll did the Shin Godzilla one. Um, That's odd. uh, Isn't that almost all anime? Yeah. Huh. But I mean, I I think with the how popular this has been, um, the minus one, Mm. uh, and with like. Um, how Netflix did like the animes and stuff that Godzilla has, like Godzilla Earth and the other one that I can't remember off the top of my head. But I bet it's going to get released here. Well, uh, I hope so. I I just read something earlier today that like, oh, you saw it on the group chat. Uh, Best Buy is phasing out all physical media. Like there's no reason to go to Best Buy anymore. Appliances. (laughs) Appliances. <laughs> yeah. No. You wanna you wanna wash a machine? <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna go the way of like errands or something like that. Cons. Cons. There we go. Yeah, errands was the rent to own place. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think they're gonna be renting <laughs> shit, but still. Um right. Godzilla minus one. <laughs> Oh, man. So what was what was your one? Okay, I right, man, drum roll. I went into a blind. I'm really happy that I saw it before the online like debate on <laughs> social media started. Not even debate. Like it's 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 just sparked such a huge uh, online discourse about this movie that I feel like it's gonna be one of those where. The shelf life's short because people watch it all. It's like, what it was it, like Bird Box or something like that, where everyone talked about it and then it's just gone, right? And then there was a sequel this year. Nobody cared. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I actually liked the sequel. Oh, why didn't you honorable mention it? Because. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, no, like, I'm just saying, like, there's no way to stay away from spoilers with the way that this keeps getting talked about. So I'm happy I saw it before all that. It was provocative. And while a lot of people's takeaway w- was like that, it was like, eat the rich, right? 
I don't think that's really what this was. Like, yeah, I talked about like the aristocracy and like a lot of people like showed like the class divide, right? But mm-hmm. it was so much more than just that. It was it was bizarre. It's a drama. It also has a few disturbing scenes that some people don't not even really disturbing, but yeah, they gross out type scenes that that there's like three in this otherwise drama movie. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but this the shitty I mean, thing. I know is, what it is. Yeah, can't really recommend it blindly. But it was also just so damn good. Like it's really, really good. So this is Saltburn. So I I was originally gonna put this on my honorable mentions, but for some reason I knew it was gonna be there. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So I did. Yeah, yeah. Loved it. <clears throat> yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was. Pretty wild. <laughs> kind of wild. Wild stuff. Yeah. I didn't know shit about this movie. I'd seen I, the poster and I watched it like the day it went streaming recently. What was that? Like three weeks, two weeks ago? Yeah. I didn't know anything about it either. Like, um, I just kept seeing people put, like, I was trying to, you know, make sure I avoided anything. People were saying like starting talk. I saw things on like online and I was just avoiding them. But like, I kept seeing it pop up in like horror communities. And I'm like, why? Yeah. It's annoying. And so I watched it and I was like expecting it to get like real dark. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was still pretty dark, but I mean, it wasn't like a horror movie. Right. Um, But I was just like, when, when, what is what is so horror about this? Um, it's basically like, you know, new talented Mr. Ripley or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was or, just but, like talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah. But I feel like he had... It's been a long time since I saw talented Mr. Ripley. But I feel like he had more like well-defined motive in that. Yeah, there was actually a a reason. (laughs) Saltburn makes you kind of think, like, what the... What was he? Like, what was his frame? He, uh... He... he, So, there's a... You about to talk about minotaurs? No. Okay. (laughs) I'm not going to talk about minotaurs. (laughs) (laughs) Although... (laughs) No, um, he was was a metaphor for a minotaur. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Well, I was going to say, like, there's a... The, I mean, it, if you look at what, I guess, the Minotaur was... I, I mean, I wouldn't have come to that conclusion. I've seen a bunch of discourse about that. Well, <laughs> what... I mean, the, the statue was really prominent, and then it was on the credits. But what what I was thinking, though, is there's a scene where... I don't remember what started it, Um uh, with the the sister, and she's she's called him like a moth, mm-hmm. and that he was a Drunk attractive. To, yeah. yeah, I don't think that. I think he was like a cuckoo, like the cuckoo bird, right? Because that's what they do is they they lay their eggs in other nests. Oh yeah, and then like the other birds raise them, and then that cuckoo just kills the other birds in the nest. <laughs> and so I was like, that's what I thought, but yeah. I don't know. The, the movie was like dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Real dark. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I knew what was going to happen from the moment he tells the mom that she's beautiful. I was like, mm-hmm. well, they're all going to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's this scene. Oh, that, yeah. Like, spoilers. <laughs> yeah. There's this scene that like where there's just a it's like his uh, his character just changes. Mm-hmm. Just in, like like he flipped a switch. And I was sitting there and I'm like, this is just he's like a completely different character now. Right. Um, and it was jarring because it was fairly early in the movie. Right. Um, and then, like, as the movie progresses, you're like, oh, no, the beginning was a different. Ca- like, <laughs> yeah, the beginning was an act. Yeah. You know, and because, I mean, I had no idea what this movie was about. No, I uh, didn't. Going I, into it. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah, man, I like that movie. It was, it was good. Crazy. But yeah, well, cool, man. That's that's all I got. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, that was <laughs> uneventful. But uh, tune in next week when you can hear Killjoy. Maybe <laughs> 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 you got anything? Oh, I don't think so. Happy New Year, I guess. Yeah. Happy New Year, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>